0: It's 842, 61 degrees outside the Apple Tree Automotive Superstore Studios. Welcome in to First News on 570. It is that time that we turn to Pete Callender from the Pete Callender Show uh, podcast. Good morning, sir. How are you?
1: Hey, I am well. Good morning to you.
0: Uh, I want to play some audio here for you real quick, and we'll take a listen to this, and then we'll uh, have a little chat about it. But this is Rashad Turner. He is a former head of the Black Lives Matter group out of Minneapolis. Uh, We'll take a listen to this real quick, and then we will discuss...
2: I was born in Minneapolis in 1985. We called the Northside home at that time, 18th and Queen. When I was two years old, my father was shot and killed. My mother wasn't able to take care of me, so I was raised by my grandparents. They told me that if I was going to change my life for the better, education was the answer. So I worked hard in school. I got into Hamlin University and earned a degree, first in my family. Then I went on to earn a master's in education from St. Mary's University of Minnesota. I am living proof that no matter your start in life, quality education is a pathway to success, success for our children, community. That's 2015, I was the founder of Black Lives Matter in St. Paul. I believe the organization stood for exactly what the name implies, black lives do matter. However, after a year on the inside, I learned they had little concern for rebuilding black families and they cared even less about improving the quality of education for students in Minneapolis. That was made clear when they publicly denounced charter schools alongside the teachers union. I was an insider in Black Lives Matter and I learned the ugly truth. The moratorium on charter schools does not support rebuilding the black family, but it does create barriers to a better education for black children i resigned from black lives matter after a year and a half but i didn't quit working to improve black lives and access to a great education
0: so there you go that was uh, rashad turner he was a former head of the black lives matter group out of minneapolis and uh, pete this is about the second or third one of these uh local state groups if you will uh that the leader of that the the blm chapter has stepped away for this very thing and it was last month or the month before Uh, that we saw the the head of the national organization really come under scrutiny for the fact that she had purchased a little over $3 million in properties with money – that was donated to BLM,
1: right? That Patrice Coolers, um, uh, she bought four homes and yeah, estimated value over three million dollars for all four, and she actually has now just stepped away from the national organization yesterday, I believe, and uh, says that it had nothing to do with all of the controversy about the homes. It was about, right. uh, you know, her just uh, you know getting into the the book writing and and TV show making arenas, and she had built the infrastructure, and now it was. Uh, uh, good to go you know, to continue on without her. But um I think this is interesting. This fella um out of Minneapolis, Rashad Turner, who uh is is kind of putting his finger on uh one of the biggest uh I think problems that the BLM organization has, which is uh its founding principles now since deleted off of its website, which was um that they uh, they said that they uh, they did not believe in uh, the Western prescribed nuclear family structure and that they were mm-hmm. out to disrupt this. And when you take that, along with the founder Patrice Kohler's, uh self-description as a trained Marxist, which also relies on the destruction of the nuclear family, um, you start getting into some really difficult, problems for BLM organization leaders to address because the way out of poverty, the way to improve people's lives, raise their standards of living, and deliver on the promises of the American dream, all right, there are certain things that make it very easy to do that regardless of your skin color. And that and these three these three things are not new. Uh Brookings Institution, the you know liberal think tank group has Uh, they came out years ago, decades ago, and said, look, these are the three things. you got to have a job, any job, if you uh, you got to finish high school, and you got to get married after uh, or, sorry, married before you have kids, but after you graduate. So, like, those are the things. Don't have kids out of wedlock, graduate high school, and have a job, any job, and your chances of being in poverty uh, are going to be very, very, very low. And if you are in poverty, you're going to be able to get out of poverty much easier if you do these things. But those things require not government interventions they require community churches a cultural uh, societal level that puts importance on those things right you know
0: i kind of i kind of wondered how long it was going to take take and i and i do truly believe that uh there are there are people who who supported black lives matter mm-hmm. as a uh, as a as a slogan and then there, I believe that there were people that supported Black Lives Matter as an actual group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wondered how long it was going to take to see the peel off of people who were actually supporting it and wanting to see change happen as opposed to wanting to see what really has turned into a gigantic slush fund <laughs> for just a few people. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, it, and it has taken a little over a year.
1: Yeah, well, last year, well, about as long as it takes for the financials to be compiled, right? <laughs> because once they right. started, uh, once the all the money started flowing last year, because the organization has right. been around for several years, um, but last year is when you know they made something like $90 million plus, and there's no real accounting for where all of that money went. Now, BLM says their money, the organization's money did not go to fund these home purchases, but... If it's going to colors and then she then turns around and uses it to buy all the homes, like first off, it is pretty on brand for a Marxist, really, like self-described Marxist to uh, to have all of the homes and all of the trappings of wealth. That really is like the payday that Marxists get. Right. That's right. that's always the inherent uh uh, conflict. The con- uh, the 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 contradiction there is that these people who espouse equality for all end up becoming the leaders, and then they live a higher uh, lifestyle than uh, all of the proletariat. Now, I do think it was interesting that this video was posted by Take Charge Minnesota, which calls itself a new organization committed to countering the prevailing narrative that America is structured to undermine the lives of black Americans. It says their their mission is to inspire and educate the black community and other minority groups in the Twin Cities, to take charge of their own lives, the lives of their families and communities as citizens, fully granted to them in the Constitution. And that is true empowerment. Teaching people that they're victims and that they have to wait for somebody to do something for them is such a destructive thing to do to people, regardless of race. Empowering them, truly empowering them says, no, hard work, education, faith, family, free enterprise, these are the things that historically we have shown to work to lift basically most of the planet out of abject poverty over the last 30 years.
0: Yeah. India is a classic example of that, even though there's still a large amount of poverty there. When you start looking at uh, the, some of the changes that they made in that country, um it really uh it, it changed a whole lot of situations uh for people and right. and again a lot of it comes down to just exactly what you were talking about Well
1: and unfortunately for India they went down the marxist path first when they got their right. uh independence they pursued marxism and it stunted them for decades and right. uh now you've got some more you know free market reforms that have taken root and everywhere free market uh capitalism is applied you see uh, poverty decline, you see wealth increase, standards of living increase, life expectancy increase. Like th- mm-hmm. this is the this is the, the 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 American miracle that needs to be spread. And uh, unfortunately, we're we're you know, it's being attacked from the inside here now.
0: There we go. Uh, he is Pete Callender, host of the Pete Callender Show podcast, which can be found on all of your podcast platforms. Uh, I would highly suggest going to it and then go check out the Pete dot com. Get signed up for the Patreon account. A uh, new show every single day, Pete. We always appreciate the time, my friend. I hope you have a fantastic rest of the week.
1: You do the same, sir. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks, man. We are at eight fifty-one right now. 50, uh, Sixty-one.